Welcome to StirPod's coverage of the Student Union elections. The elections are well underway and we here at StirPod are interviewing the candidates to let them tell you why you should vote for them. If we could just begin by getting you to introduce yourself for us, your name, your year, your degree and the candidate role that you're running for. So my name is Neha Mukherjee. I'm currently pursuing my post-graduation in English Language and Linguistics. I am an international student and I'm pursuing my union candidacy in health and well-being officer. Perfect. So my first question is, what drew you to this role? It basically, I, I was more uh, intrigued or kind of interested to be a health and well-being officer is mainly because I'm an international student. When it comes, when you're shifting as a student, uh, when you're kind of doing a lot of like uh, coming to another country another university or something so mental like health and well-being is the first thing which um, would come into your mind because you're so nervous and you don't know what to do um, you're so out of clue you're, you don't know how to handle the difficult um, patterns of your life there are so many ups and downs um, you would come through and you don't know and you want somebody to discuss be it academic pressure or financial stress because it's a completely different atmosphere for you in terms of your lifestyle, your academic life and your how you're going to manage your finances and you would need somebody whom you can talk to because uh, most of the time students suffer from homesickness or proper guidance and that's where um, health and well-being uh, comes into the picture. Um, so I was like, if I am selected for this particular position, then I would be very happy to help candidates, not only international students, but also home students who are not able to communicate pop properly. And they would need somebody to uh, to like discuss and simplify their difficulty uh, level. So that's where I would be. I was like more like, OK, I'll be there with you and not just in words, but through actions as well. Excellent. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's an incredibly important aspect of of life and of, of university life, especially for students. So can you give a brief overview of your manifesto? My The first thing which uh, I would want to speak is like, what is the approach of health and well-being and how I can improve more on that a particular point of time. I mean, the reason I want to be in this position is because University of Stirling gives homes to basically two times of two types of students. That's home students, they're their own local students and international students. Um, so I was like, why not talk more in practical and in a realistic way about what is really happening uh, in terms of mental health? There's I have a very like a live uh, experience basically recently uh, with one of these students from my own class. Basically, she was so worried. Um, she, she's, she was an international student. She was like, um, it feels like I want to commit suicide because the assignments were so drilling, very, very tough. I think that's that's not exactly the word, but currently I would say the word tough. And she did not know how to pers uh, how to approach it in any way, and then the guidelines had that you cannot 
share your drafts your professors i mean they go through a very strict university policies you cannot check the drafts and she cannot approach and that's where the communication barrier comes into the picture because their first language is not english so i was like uh, if i ever get into this particular position so that was my biggest point i wanted to raise in my manifesto that a communication uh, should be one of the uh, biggest aspects when you're dealing with students with such students who are way more panicked out very nervous they don't know what to do they need somebody to rely on but then they kind of back out because communication plays a huge role in health and well-being because again you know english but when you come to a different country the accent the pronunciations are very different and when you cannot understand what the other person is trying to tell you the entire mode of being panicked out and nervousness comes into the picture and they'll be like okay let's not discuss i might figure it out on my own and this being on their own leads to such dangerous thoughts in them they are so confined to themselves so yeah that's what was my major concern i wanted to raise the actual fact about it that's a brilliant answer um and I, as i said before and as i imagine i'll continue to say it's it's such an important uh topic and so you kind of touched on it a little bit there what experience do you have which you think qualifies you for this position? I'm basically a linguistics student, basically. So for me, any problem in life, be it mental health, well-being, or be it education or anything, only directs you to have proper communication, basically. So I was never really backed out in being an Indian myself that how will I speak or how will I try to convey my ideas and thoughts in front of people who come from a different geographical um, location basically or how would they respond to my way of talking and all i was never really worried about it because i was way more confident in that aspect but when i came here i saw a couple of people from the same geographical location maybe from another location as well they were so worried that i cannot understand this and how am i supposed to um deal with this and they don't know that if you tell them that i'm not able to understand this could you please explain a little slowly would actually help them a lot better because they are so worried about what would people the social um status and all so health and well-being actually affects when you do not know how to communicate properly or your basically shying so being a linguistics which again is a language based uh, course where you're studying about the accents and the pronunciations pretty much qualifies me and also i worked as an intern in a hospital basically as a social media manager but my role was to interact with a lot of patients understand their concern though it was not really direct, uh, directed to well being but how they would deal with their health is there anything specific they want to talk to their doctors and they are not able to open up that's where i came into the picture as a communication specialist so i was like okay i'm pretty much qualified i, I believe so there might be people who are way more qualified than me but at this point of time being a student representative um i think i'm qualified enough because my communication skills gives the power to represent each and every category of students 
I, I completely agree. I mean, communication is just is 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 the most important skill in every aspect of your life. If you know how how to communicate, if you are smart enough, merit be it mental uh, and health, well being, or any department, uh, you don't have to worry. You really don't have to worry if you if you know how to communicate and what to communicate. There is nothing called as wrong or right. Everything is right. You just need to communicate. Does not matter if you do not know English fluently, if you don't do not have proper accent or something. That's another point. People are so worried. They are so like shy that my accent does not match. How am I supposed to talk? That's why I mean, that's that what leads to a major drawback. And most of the students do have this problem they would end up crying confined in their room they just know how to talk to their own people from their own country so yeah i mean i have experienced it i, I live on campus um so i i see people every now and then crying crying out their heart they just want to go home they just want to miss classes um they fall sick they're running to the hospitals to get themselves checked so yeah i think communication is a major drawback over here so you've touched on communication a lot and mental health and well-being uh more, more generally why are these issues so important to you but also on a wider scale it's just that in the uk mental health is given a lot of importance because you are always in some sort of deep thought that if i'm not able to do this how am i supposed to manage that so again uh, students are very young basically i have years of experience in the corporate sector and i came here being prepared that these are going to be my challenges um and i have to face them so but not many have that kind of mindset basically they are so new to this particular atmosphere i mean they get lost okay i mean it's it's not very i'm not very happy to say that in almost every newspapers in alternative months you'll find that a student has committed suicide because of these things so if that's happening that means it's a great issue it needs to be brought out then physical health is is treated easily but people when it comes to sharing your own thoughts your th own emotions people would be like what would the other person think about me the social portrayal of thoughts and ideas and opinions would come into the picture and that's where they would take three four steps back and they would be like i don't want to speak what would people think about me i'm so young i i have so many goals in life and they would confine themselves again and that would lead to such dangerous acts um there have been cases and that's what made me realize that people are not open about it because they are scared they are shy though university of sterling is a very student friendly campus it's an amazing campus basically because i have um, it's only been 4 5 months i'm here and i'm able to open up a lot more uh, every now and then there are emails that you can come and interact with us but students are not really open to to discussions because they are like what would the other person think but that's the other thing and that what leads to there are hundreds of student within this university who would end up crying i have seen them crying because they are not able to understand what the assignment is all about 
so much of financial stress they have in their mind and they would just have headache or they would just sit and be lost and miss classes so yeah it's quite important to bring bring this out and kind of a little bit stress on them or saying that it is quite important Compuls compulsory seminars and webinars are very important for them to attend but then again they need to be uh, really be told or practically convinced that over here communication plays no role you can talk in any way you want just blurt out the emotion you have within you so that the person would not really uh, take drastic steps in their hand my next question is what is your ultimate goal with this role and the areas that you've highlighted as i said language plays communication plays a huge role so if somebody who wants to talk to me if i'm selected for this position i would first be like if you don't want to talk in english you can talk in your mother tongue i'm totally fine with it okay and then once your once that burden is down you can talk to me a little bit in english and make me understand what you said because you need to give the comfort i think that people are not given the comfort it's just not that they they don't want to give the the victim the comfort they they just don't know how to approach or give comfort to that person so if i'm being selected in that position um then i would be like you can just blurt out or i'll give a pen or a paper and say that just write whatever you want to write and just get yourself out of what you want if you have a financial problem get it one of the examples if you have an academic problem write that down if you have family issues write that down get yourself out because psych being having psychological skills also plays a lot in this matter i mean sometimes being quiet give, giving the time i mean you cannot just have a session with a person who is suffering mentally and you just say okay i have 30 minutes uh you have to finish up all your problems in those 30 minutes no you you need to give them their own time basically the patience plays a lot more important role in this particular aspect if the person needs time to open up give them that time you cannot say your 30 minutes is over you're done please go i have to wait for another person no you have to give them the time let them decide when they want to open up if they are okay talking in english or not that's also fine so that's a part of international students when it comes to home students even they they just they want to be a lot more playful in nature and all so they would be like i i just want to simply sit let them sit simply just that peace is way enough for them to come to realization that they can work on themselves so it's just not international students though i stressed a lot on international students it's just the home students also you need to know how to deal with that person in their own way you cannot have certain criterias each person is different you need to have different rubric in order to understand what they are basically going through each and every person needs different way of consolation uh, support sorry yeah um that's the most common word i can get right now a uh, support so it it depends student to student absolutely some some very very important points again that you've you've brought up so looking forwards then to the election and beyond 
where do you want to see yourself, but also the university in a year's time when it's the next candidates who are running? Though University of Stirling's way of seeking the mental and helping mental and well-being session or way of dealing with this particular department is very amazing. But I think if if you can localize a lot more, because not not even if a person is um from any aspect of the world, they'd be like, I don't want to talk in English. I I want to talk in my own mother tongue. And that should be completely open. I think that that's that's one of the main things which are which are kind of a barrier over here because obviously the person who is the counselor does not know other languages, might not know any languages uh, at all. Um, so so he'll be like, how am I supposed to deal with the person? But then giving them the uh, liberty to talk however they want in whichever language they want, how however they want, whether they want to pen it down, whether they want more time. I think that is more important. Excellent. So my final question for you is, do you have a final statement, anything else that you would like to say to the voters who are listening? Okay, so I think uh, never be shy. If you have something in your mind, speak. And if you're afraid that your communication skills are not up to the mark, do not worry about that. People are not sitting here to be to judge you or be judgmental. If you open up a lot more, that would help. I mean, just be the way you are and just don't uh, be like, I need to be like this or try to adapt something. If you're not able to adapt, just be open. Because if you're not able to say something or if you feel that it's it's not appropriate, nothing is inappropriate, I believe. Everything is appropriate. Just the way how you're able to portray yourself is, is the most important. But being in this position, I think when you're coming to a counsellor or a person who is in charge of the health and well-being, you don't have to be that conscious and be alert what the other person will think. No, I'm not sitting here to judge you or something. So be positive and open up. If not in English, that's the official language, can be in any language. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Excellent. Well, Thank you very much for your time today. You're welcome. And best wishes for the election. Thank you so much.